All right, so we are going to finish John 3. I know it's been a while, but I think that there's been some some great nuggets in chapter 3. That scripture, the friend of the bridegroom rejoices at the bridegroom's voice. And I looked in Luke 144. It says, as soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Now, John was in the womb of his mother, Elizabeth, when the mother of Jesus, who was Mary, came into the room and greeted Elizabeth. And it says the baby heard her when he heard her voice, he leaped for joy. And I would not have related that scripture with the one of the voice of the bridegroom. Right. It was like two times John leaped or experienced joy in the presence of the Lord. So the first time he was a baby in the womb mm-hmm. and it was the presence of the Lord just by the sound of the mother's voice. And the second one in uh, John three twenty nine, the friends Rejoice at the voice of the bridegroom. And so John being at that point when he heard, you know, and knew that Jesus was really stepping into his ministry, he rejoiced. Whereas other people felt threatened that that the disciples of Jesus was baptizing more than John was. And John knew my time is winding down. The Messiah is stepping into his role, and therefore I must decrease. And I'm happy because this was what I came to do. My job is is almost over. And so he rejoiced at the fact that Jesus was stepping in into his ministry, into what God had had placed him here for. Yeah, that's so good. Um, John realized that he had something to do. And he knew that he fulfilled what he had to do. Now, Jesus was coming on the scene and he had something to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we can look at that from the perspective that we too, we can be too busy um, comparing ourselves with somebody else. And we're not doing what God called us to do. And so we all have a mission we need to do. We need to plug into what God wants us to do. And we're not getting caught up into what somebody else is doing. And that's right. when you do that. It puts a weight on you that you're not supposed to carry. Somebody else is supposed to carry that weight. And so if you just focus and ask God by the Spirit, show me what I'm supposed to do. And usually you know the area you're not pursuing it because there might be some anxiousness, some anxieties. There might be some fears there because it's going to take you out of your box and pull pull you. You're going to have to get out the boat, you know, and sometimes step into a storm but stay focused on Christ. And so, you know, you cover the verse 30 and um, some 31, it says he must increase, but I must decrease. And it says in 31, he that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly and speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from the heaven is above all. I look at that too, from what John is saying here is that as a Christian, there are things that we talk about that's so earthly 
But as believers in Christ, there there is a language that we should be um, articulating mm-hmm. that's from above, right. you know, above message, a message that's mm-hmm. from the very kingdom of God. We are not of this world, exactly. you know. I had that conversation today with a few ladies and just reminding us that we are of a different kingdom. We are not of this world. And I know it sounds so science fiction like to say we're not of this world, but that's what the scripture says. We are in this world, but we are not of it. And we need to remember that fact that we are of a different kingdom. We live by the kingdom rules. We speak the kingdom language. You know, the kingdom is in us and, and we must show forth that kingdom to those who don't know the Lord, those who are not in the kingdom yet, you know. And now we see that in 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, the, the verses are John, in a sense, speaking to his disciples, right? He's conveying a message to them. And just like you said on the last podcast, is that he's not threatened by the ministry of Jesus. Right. He's not out to compare himself or receive any glory he said, listen, I told you the deal. I told you who he was. Mm-hmm. And so let him be and do what he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And and there's the point where he questioned that. What was what was he the one that he was supposed to make the path straight? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we think that he was questioning that or he wasn't sure about that. But it, it, it's almost like what you were talking about earlier. It's like John was saying, I just want to make sure what I was sent to do mm-hmm. was done. Yeah. You know, you know, I, I never looked at it like that, but. Basically, he he could be telling them, find out if this is the guy that that I was. His, he's supposed to be the one. Right. And Jesus responds to him in a later later verses says, show tell him what I've done, mm-hmm. so he'll know that his mission is complete and mine is starting. Yeah. So to me, that it could be that that was just a confirmation. John needed to know that right. it was done because right after that, he was beheaded. Mm-hmm. You know, so you, you never really put those yeah. dots together. But seriously, that could have been the case, right? Yeah. All right. So uh, in 32, he says, and what he has seen and heard that he testifies. Jesus says in another verse, he says, I don't do anything that I haven't seen my father do. And I don't say anything that I hear my father. My father didn't say, you know. And so John is confirming that when he says what he has seen and heard, that's that he testifies and no man receives his testimony. So nobody's receiving his testimony of what he's what he's what he's talking about, right? And he says, He that has received his testimony has set to seal that God is true. So if you have received the testimony of Jesus Christ and all that he came to do, mm-hmm. it says you're sealed, you're sealed. You, you you sealed the deal, and you're saying that God is true. Right. God is true. The kingdom of God has come to you. God is true, right? Okay. My my version that I'm reading um, says the man who has accepted it has certified that God is truthful, mm. has certified that God is truthful. So basically saying, OK, what like Jesus says, Moses, the prophets and Psalms all talk about him. Mm-hmm. So these are the words that God spoke through men to let us know the Messiah was coming. And so what that's saying, God is truthful, saying that he He honored his word. He's not like man that he should lie. Right. He honored his word. Right. And so verse 34 says, for he whom God has sent, speaketh the words of God, 
for God giveth not the spirit by measure unto him. Well, in it's it's been added, it says unto him, to unto Jesus Christ. So when we look at that, it says, For he had whom has God has sent, speak of the words of God. For God giveth not the spirit by measure. So when Jesus come and he's saying these things, uh, we have our Bibles that says the letters in red, right? So when we read those things, this is coming from God because he's not saying anything he hasn't heard his father say. So what he's saying to us is that you can believe what I'm saying to you is coming from the from God. He is truthful. He is a true God and he's truthful to his word. He honors his word. And so 35 says, the father loveth the son and has given all things into his hand. It's John testifying. And, and I think he has this flashback to when a dove or he hears the voice of God calling down. This is my son who I'm well pleased. You know, then he tells the disciple, listen to him, listen to his word, because those words are coming from me. You know, they are truthful. So we can honor God by honoring his word. We can bank on his word. They are truth. How do we know? Because what he said about Jesus in the Old Testament, and now we see Jesus manifest himself in the New Testament, we know he is true to his word. Amen. That's exactly, exactly right. The last verse, verse 36 says, whoever believes in the son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the son will not see life for God's wrath remains on him. So if we believe in his son, the one that he sent, he tells us because he's truthful, he is truth, that we have eternal life. That's assurance. It's, it's, we don't have to doubt. Amen. His word says if we believe in his son, we have eternal life. But whoever rejects the son will not see life for God's wrath remains on him. And and that goes back to, I think you, I, don't, I can't remember if you talked about it in, in this one where, um, you, yeah, you're already condemned. He didn't come to, to condemn the world. He came to save the world because the world is already condemned. God's wrath is already on the world. So Jesus didn't come to bring wrath at this time. He came to save the world. Now, when he comes back again, that's a different story. But right now, when he came, he came to save us from the wrath of God. Amen. All right. So what we wanted you to find out from this is the fact that in chapter three, we hear that God comes down to man to share the gospel with man. Jesus is sharing with Nicodemus and he's sharing the gospel um, with man. And then John you know, the next part of chapter three is John sharing the gospel to his disciples saying, listen, I'm not going to get caught up in this comparison game. You know, I know what you say. I know who you want to follow. But listen, I must decrease that he might increase. Mm -hmm. So John was just recognizing, and say, listen, don't be putting me up in the box. Like Jesus said, they wanted to make him a king. He ran away from it. Exactly. It's the same thing. His disciples wanted to make him king or ruler over Jesus or better than Jesus. But he said, no, 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 no. There's a proper place and a proper time. My time has come already. I decrease. Now it's his time. He increases. Yeah. You know, so this is a, a beautiful message of, of understanding that the gospel is so important and that we recognize and believe that what God said, we is validated in the manifestations of Jesus Christ. Right. 
And I just wanted to add that when, just like John said, I must decrease as he increases, when we hear the bridegroom's voice and we respond, yes, Lord, I receive you as my Savior and my Lord, we must decrease as he increases in us. This is what he has come to do. We need to step back and we need to let him reign in us and do what he's supposed to do. It's only when when people see Jesus in us that that's what that's what we need to do. We need to we need to be able to show the world Jesus, not us. Amen. But show the world Jesus so that they can become also partakers in this kingdom that we're part of. Amen. Amen. So like we say always, we don't know it all, but we know the one who does. So thanks for streaming with us this week. And if you have any topics that interest you, questions about anything we covered or have a prayer request, you can email us at IWFIMH at gmail.com or on our Facebook page. It was found in my heart. So be blessed. And I want to pray. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for the word of God. It's so rich, so deep, layer by layer. And we can read the same scripture over and over again. And you show us something new. And it's pertaining to our lives. Whatever we're going through, you always got a word for that that life experience. So, Father God, I lift this 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 podcast to you. I lift up the hearts and the, of those that, that know you or don't know you. And if they don't know you, man, God, I just pray your presence in their life right now as they listen to this, that you will come and inhabit their space and show yourself strong for their behalf. And those that do know him, I just pray for them that they are encouraged in whatever valley or mountain they're on, that don't stay focused on the God that created all things. So we thank you, Father God, for this opportunity to minister or to encourage or to um, lift up the spirits of those that are listening and, and give them, a, um, propel them into an increasing in the knowledge of you. So we thank you. We praise you for this opportunity and thank you for listening to the word of God. It is rich. It is life. And everything that you need, every issue of life dwells in the pages of the word of God. God bless. Thank you very much. I'm Gary. And I'm Veronica. And may you have a blessed day and week in Jesus name. Amen. <laughs>